over the past couple of weeks, we've been looking and asking the question of so what? As we've encountered through Christmas, the incarnation of Christ, the question for what it means now, here, is one that we need to be asking, one that we need to be understanding. And we've looked over the past couple of weeks at how we are called to not conform to the ways of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And as our mind is being renewed and and transformed, that we are called to, to transform what we look at, how we focus, how we engage and see this world. And today, we're going to look at this idea of invitation But I want to look at this idea first by asking who invited you? Who invited you to church? Who invited you to a life of faith? What brings you here? And as we think about invitations, I think of growing up and and trying to find just the right invitation for my birthday parties, that they would have to match the theme and and that we would search for the the packet of just the right invitation to say it, how I wanted it to say, to have the right person or or cartoon or image on it. And I think so often when we hear this idea of invitation within the church, we find ourselves feeling the same way. Uh, we we have to have just the right thing. Say just the right words. But as we're going to hear, invitation is not something that should be that difficult. We hear of one of the greatest stories of invitation in John chapter 1, beginning in verse 35, where it says, The next day John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. And Jesus turned and saw them following, and he said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher. Where are you staying? And he said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. And one of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So as we mentioned, many times we feel um, that we have to have just the right invitation for people to encounter God or to engage in their faith. But this story is one of the most beautiful depictions of invitation in the scripture. And you may be asking yourself, where's the invitation? What, What am I missing here? And it's because it is such a basic type of invitation, one that is so simple that if you aren't looking, then you may miss it. When John sees Jesus, he notice he doesn't call him Jesus. As he sees Jesus walk by, he says, Behold, the Lamb of God. He points out something that he sees. He, he points out to his disciples what he is seeing, and he wants them, his friends and disciples, to see the same thing. He wants them to encounter it. He's saying, Look, there it is. And the willingness to point out something he sees is life-changing for those that he points it out to. 
And, and how often we do this all the time instinctively, just when we see things driving down the road. Oh, look, there's a street sign for this. Oh, look, look over there. Oh, look, and we point out what we see. But as we are transformed and as, as we begin to focus on what really matters, we begin to see things differently. And, and sometimes this idea of invitation is just having the courage to point out what it is that you see, how it is you see it, so that others can share in the beauty. You see, he doesn't go, oh, look, there's Jesus. But he says, behold, this is the Lamb of God. For he begins, to, for John understands slightly who Jesus truly is and wants the disciples to engage in that beauty. And as they hear this, it says that they began to follow Jesus. And Jesus turns around and he looks at them and he says, what are you looking for? What are you, what are you seeking? It's a nice way of kind of going, what do you need? And, and they look at him and they say, Rabbi, where are you staying? And he simply invites them by saying, come and see. Notice that, that Jesus doesn't answer the question and say, well, I live over there, I'm about three blocks over on the right, you know, I'm staying in that house. But he invites them. He says, come, see, experience this. And they do. And how do we know that they do? Because we hear at the end of our text that one of them was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. And so we know that Andrew goes to tell Simon Peter and invites him. And then Peter shows up, not really knowing what's going on, but saying, okay, my brother said, come check this out. And so I'm going to come look and see what's going on. And as he shows up, he's given that new name of the rock. And this is the rock on which I will build my church. And so now there's four of them instead of three. And the next morning, they go into the town. And as they walk around town together, they see Philip. And this is Peter and Andrew's neighbor. And Jesus says, hey, Philip, why don't you come follow us? Why don't you come hang out? Why don't you come experience what we're experiencing? And he does. No, we don't necessarily know why. We don't know if he decides to follow and to join the group because his friends are there. Or maybe he sees or feels feel something different. And, and for many of us, this is the, kind of the, our own approach to how we came into the faith. We, don't, we, were, we were asked to come and see. We were invited by somebody. And we said, you know, some of us, maybe we did follow because our friends were there. And it seemed like the place that we could fit in and get in. And, and some of us, maybe it was because we were seeing and feeling something different and being called to something different. Whatever the reason, now they are five. Now they're going, and they they go through town, and and Philip sees his friend Nathaniel, and now Nathaniel is known as the skeptic. Nathaniel um, has questions, and but Philip engages with him, and he says, "Hey, look what we found! We found the one who, who Moses spoke of in the law, and and who all the prophets also wrote about. It's Jesus of Nazareth, the son." Joseph and Nathaniel, we hear this quote from him, and we've heard it many times, says, well, but what good can come of Nazareth? And Philip, he doesn't, he does the same thing that Jesus did. He, he says, well, don't take my word for it, just come on and see. 
Come and engage it with your for yourself. Come and, and and explore it with us. And so he does. They they don't seem to be aware um, necessarily of all of the totality of what is going on or what is even going to happen, but they have been moved to action through invitation of just come and see and experience, and and let's just see what happens. And and in order to engage with Jesus Christ, we must accept the invitation, that moment by moment, day by day, we must say, I'm going to see what happens, I'm going to go where he goes, I'm going to follow where he calls me to go, and I'm going to do as he does. Because this is the beginning of the church that we hear throughout the Gospels. That it's something so basic as this invitation of come and see becomes contagious. That we, we see that they, it just becomes who they are. They're just like, yeah, you know, just come on and see, check it out. Because they've encountered something beautiful and they want others to encounter it as well. They're saying, come and see what I'm looking at. See what I'm seeing. Seems so easy, so basic, so so different. But we live in this world where for some reason we struggle to invite people to, to faith and, and to church. And for many of us, this may be a difficult thing because we're afraid what happens if they start asking questions I don't have answers to. What happens if we disagree on something? What happens if they say no? And I love the fact that in the invitations that we hear in our scripture, it's not this idea of like, let me tell you everything about it, and then you can decide if you want to join it, because here's the thing. They're drawn by their own intrigue. They're drawn, and it makes them lean in and pursue this faith even more, um, they're drawn by the, by the response and the invitation, just come and try it out for yourself. See what there is. Engage. Perhaps the difficulty of invitation is that we don't know what we're inviting people to. We're, we're like we, I was talking about earlier with my uh, birthday invitations, and we find ourselves going, I have to have that perfect invitation to say just the right thing. I, and for many of us, we don't know what we are inviting people to. What is it that we are inviting them to? We're coming. We're inviting them to come and see for themselves, to experience what we have experienced. The why are you here? And maybe that's a question that you need to wrestle with for yourself. Why are you here? Why do you have faith? Why do you continue to seek after and to follow Jesus? What is it that you are inviting others to come and see? But the invite is not saying that we've got it all figured out, that we've got all the answers. It's an invitation to come, see, experience, engage. I mean, just think about it. What if Philip 
had just decided when Nathaniel says nothing good can come from Nazareth with his, if, with his skepticism, what if Philip had just decided that he was going to engage in, a, in an argument and a theological debate with him and, and just prove to him that I'm right and you're wrong and, and then they would have never gotten past all of that to the invitation. But so for so many of us, we feel the need to engage with uh, theological debate with, with browbeating people with this is what it is and you need Jesus uh, because you're going to hell and just that all of this and we never get to the invitation of just come and see experience that the Lord is good experience this change experience this community experience this love and grace and mercy come and see the Lamb of God what if Jesus hadn't turned around to engage the two strangers would we be here would we know Jesus would our lives be different we're all here because of an invitation from or by someone to come and see we're all really here because of an invitation by Jesus to come and see and if we are living into the incarnation, we are called to continue in this invitation to all of the world. Because in the end of the Gospel of Matthew, in the 28th chapter, we see Jesus return to this place where he first invited them. And he invites them again, as we hear in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. He says, it says, Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus is saying, I've given you all the authority to invite others to come and see. This is his instruction before he ascends into heaven. His instruction for daily living is to be transformed. To see and to engage the world differently. To go and invite others to come and see. Come and see the Lamb of God. Come and see how God can work and move in your world. Come and see what community is like. Come and see what it means to be a part of the family of God. Come and see what it means to be loved beyond all that we can fathom. Come and see what this whole thing of grace is about. Come and see God's mercy. Come and see... I love this invitation as it is not an invitation that says I've got it all figured out but it is an invitation that says you know we're growing together we're walking along the way let's point out let's walk with and let's hopefully open the eyes of our world around us to see where God is at work what God is doing so maybe that's the challenge for all of us God, open our eyes, our hearts, our minds that we may be transformed and we may engage this world differently 
that we would not try to browbeat the other into submission to follow you, but that we would lovingly invite, come and see the Lamb of God. Amen? Amen.